There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a review of, of Electric Boogaloo Ooh. number two. Yep, on the podcast. Aldi, but a goodie. Two electric, electric boogaloo. boogaloo. <laughs> this is this is the second time we're visiting this movie series. Wow, wow. in the same year. Wow. Wow. They filmed them back to back. Wow. Yes, and you can tell. Wow. Wow. Everyone's tired in this movie. Wow. Wow. <laughs> they ran out of ideas. Wow. Wow. <laughs> nah, it's pretty fun. Uh, for the second half. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's the podcast where you talk about movies from 1984 and the order they came out in. End of the year, this movie came out end of the year. But the problem 1984? is... Yeah, 84. Oh yeah, that's right. We're not at 1987 yet. Not yet, not yet. That is in two episodes. I'm already in I'm already in, in 2001. I just want to leave 2020 as fast as possible. <laughs> it's, it's true. I mean, this is coming out a lot after we record it. And at that point, mm. we will almost be 2021. That'd be a good time. Which is exciting, I guess. I can't wait. Can't wait for the year to just continue the same as it was in 2020. Yep. To get even worse somehow. Give us money bow. to do bow. a live bow. show that you can't come bow. to bow. because bow. the world's bow. shut. <laughs> to raise $200,000. Yeah. For some reason, we can't just buy a new center with that much money. Yeah. First impressions of Break Into Electric... Boogawee. Ooh. <laughs> Got it. No, 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 no. I have a more important thing to discuss, uh, oh, no. Sandro. Just before we get into things. Now, you mentioned something. Oh, no. That, um, oh, no. Just before we started, that uh, I have a very strong opinion on. Oh, no. Because I thought it, as soon as you turned on your camera. Oh, no. That, like, two weeks ago. Oh, and no. And I didn't say anything because I didn't want to be rude. Two weeks ago? That was when we were doing Dune. Yes. Correct. Oh, no. And I had that thought then, and I'm so glad you vindicated my thoughts by putting it up to a poll. Now, it is a known fact throughout the multiverse <laughs> that Sandro is an almost identical double to Post Malone. This is not true. This is not true. <laughs> you have you have almost exactly the same facial hair. It's uncanny. Well, that is well, that is true. You have the same sort of facial cheeks. You have. You have the same cheeky boys. Do I? You have the same nose. Do Your I? eyes are a little different. Yeah, my eyes are like not sewned. <laughs> yes. That, if you if you smoked a blunt, you would look exactly like Post Malone without the tattoos. My hair is very different though. I guess the way that I hold my eyebrows are and like my eyelids yeah. they're always kind of like halfway down. Yeah. So it's 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 almost exactly the same. 
the hair is the one thing that you you got yeah. for yourself, but everything else is post Malone for sure. Look, I I was um, and I don't mean to pull to pull. <laughs> I was here first cards, but I was creating content on the on the internet way Whoa. before post Malone came along. Whoa! So... Shots fired. You gotta take that post Malone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Post Malone, come on the show. We'll fight it out. Yeah, Post Malone. We'll we'll have a rap battle between two rap gods. Nah, I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> nah, he's a great guy. He look, he is a great guy. Yeah, I like his works. I think they're great. Maybe not as good as yours, Sandro, but pretty close. The thing is, like, I put up a poll on, on Instagram, right, being like, "Do I actually look like Post Malone?" One of the only persons to vote for no, our good friend Ben Volchok. So thank you, Ben. Uh, ben Ben lives in the the nineties. He doesn't even know what a Post Malone is. <laughs> he probably doesn't. It probably doesn't. Unless Post Malone, like, shows up in some weird arty movie, Ben will have no idea who he is. Mm, that's a fact. Anyway, first impressions of Breaking 2. <laughs> it's worse than the first one. Yep. All right, moving on from that <laughs> segment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If you haven't heard our first one yet, it's episode 70. Check it out uh, yep. for context. Because, I mean, maybe watch the first one. You don't have to watch this one, mm. though. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, my thoughts is, the first one was really good, and this one is a good sequel. Mm. It's a good sequel, but a bad movie. It it does some good things, but all yeah. the good things that it does, the first one did better, and yes. they make less sense in this one. Again, there's some dance sequences in this movie. My god, I hated the dance sequences. <laughs> just in the context of a story, what was happening? <laughs> What? And I feel like the first half of the movie is just bleh. Kind of boring, yeah. I didn't like the first half at all. It got better in the second mm. half, I'll give it that. The second half, I really got into it. Like, <laughs> the music got better, the dance got better. Yeah. There was one scene I... Again, the dance sequences I hated because in the first one, they were awesome. Yeah. It made good sense in the story. Because it's like uh, dance battles, they're in the club dancer, they're out on the streets. Yeah, it makes sense. And it's like intense. Or it's like where we first see Turbo, he's like mm. cleaning up the store, but he's dancing. Yeah. There's no one else dancing, it's just him. Yeah. In this one, we have a scene like that, which I also thought was okay. I liked the scene. Oh yeah, I know which one you mean. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, like it was, like he has another solo dance. It was, it was good. Yeah. Again, not as good as the first one though, Definitely I feel. Not. Even though it was more flashy, more fancy. Yeah, it's it's definitely more impressive to watch. And I was like, oh, mm. this is cool. Um, but yeah, there's some sequences in this where they go full high school musical. And I'm just like, tone it down. This was not, yeah, this was not the high school, school musical. You didn't start off with the high school musical. You shouldn't go into high school mm. musical. Exactly. You start at high school musical. You don't end on high school musical. No, you got to start there and just and continue that, which is a shame. And get out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that first one's alright, I think, maybe. I haven't seen it in like nah, nah, 15 nah, nah. years. High school, high school Musical's great. Um, but there was, but there were a couple things that I noticed as soon as it started that I was like, I'm glad mm. that this is the same. I'm glad that Special K still sounds like everything she says is dubbed over. Yes. <laughs> and it's awkward as hell. It's great. Um, I'm glad that every face Ozone does while he's dancing is weird yes. and <laughs> cringy. Look, the three main characters was still good in this movie. Yeah. Was still just as good, I would say. Special yeah. K is, like, super awkward and weird <laughs> throughout the franchise. And that's fine. I, <laughs> Her character's there. Uh, she just feels out of place everywhere. And it doesn't matter where she is. She's just out of place. 
Uh, Ozone's great. I loved Ozone. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really good in this movie. Turbo is worse, I, I feel, in this movie. Mm, he's less annoying. He's less annoying, yeah. In the first one, a lot of the comedy comes from him. I don't know. I guess he's equal. I guess he's equal. Turbo's, Turbo's the same. He kind of had an arc in this. Uh, he has a small wee arc. I liked his arc. Yeah, so it, was pretty, it pretty wasn't good. an arc. It was just the arc finished halfway through the yeah. movie. Yeah, it did. It was like a small arc. Yeah, but, but yeah, we'll go through. It probably won't be too long because there's not really much in this movie to say. But yeah, if you haven't had our episode on the first one, get context by doing that. So here's something I also need to mention. I had to watch this movie twice, <laughs> and the reason for that is I forgot about it. The first time I watched the movie, mm. like the day before we were going to record, and then we had to cancel recording. Yeah. And so we, we did it next week, and by that time, I had pretty much forgotten the entire movie. Well, that's because, that's because like, it's so similar yeah. to so many movies yeah. that you get mixed up. You get mixed up. Yeah. Which is not the, the thing with, with the first one. I can remember so much about that first one so many months on. We're, we're recording this, like, literally, like, six months later. Yep. I can still remember the scenes, the puppet scenes, the puppet music. Yeah. And this one, I was like... A, there was a wellness center, and they had to protect it. Yep. Uh, but then there was an evil bad guy. Yeah, there's a. I hate that there's a villain. Yeah. In this, anyway, I guess there were villains in the first one, but it wasn't two. There was a villain in the first one, but they felt very natural. Well, no, I hated the villains if I remember. It's like the electric rock guys, and then also all the white people on the board. Yeah. Which is the same here, I guess. Anyway. Look, uh, look. I'll forgive the villain. I thought the story itself wasn't too bad. Like the framework. Yeah. I like the additions of hey, they got a wellness center now. Hey, mm. they're teaching dancing. Wow. Do you know what I liked? I liked some of the new characters. I thought some of the new characters they added. I liked um the guy that wrote. That ran the center. I thought he was cool. Uh, I hated Ronda and everything Ronda did and said. That was garbage. And the Spanish dancer had one of the worst, like, always dubbed, and it sounded terrible. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but there aren't too many notes to get through, so I'll just get these out of the way. Uh, it's released September 21st, which is technically last mm. week, because the only film that came out this week was Miss Sofell, Two Brothers Escape Prison with the Aid of the Warden's Wife, probably full in love, that's probably an affair, it's probably awful, so you pick this instead. Yeah, because I want to do this. Oh man, I'm falling asleep just thinking about that other movie. Yeah, probably awful. Uh, so it's pretty much written by the same guys that did the first one. Uh, there's like a couple extra writers, uh, but it's a different director on this one. This one's directed by Sam Furstenberg. You can tell for sure. Oh, yeah. Because the first one, like, kept the realism mm. aspect. There was like these dance scenes, but you could tell that it it wasn't real, you know? It was just sort of in half in their head yeah. with the dancing and other things. This one... What? It, it's all in their head, probably. Or the world is weird. <laughs> yeah, no, the world's a fucking magical fairyland where magic happens because it's, it's got high school musical dancing where fucking things that should not happen happen. Yeah. And it breaks my immersion immediately. Yeah. But we'll get there. We'll talk about all of them. So yeah, he uh, he is probably best known for directing the the first two American Ninja movies. So he does a lot of martial arts. I don't know exactly how he came to direct this. Probably because he did a, a movie in early uh, 1984 called Ninja Three: The Domination, which did star Special K. So she probably recommended him. 
based off that. Uh, uh, I I, I kind of wish I added that movie as an option earlier in the year. Yep. Because I want to see Special K being a ninja. I don't. You know what? I want I want the old direct back because I liked him. And this director was not as good. He did do... The original director did do the third one, which isn't actually a dance movie. We'll get to that at the end of the episode, but there is a third one that he returned for. Great! Uh, It's called Electric Boogalee. No, it's not. (laughs) I was about to say, that's terrible. (laughs) That sounds like something you would make up. Oh, yep, never mind. Well, I did make it up. That is why. (laughs) But yeah, uh, speaking of Special K, she's back, played by Lucinda Dickey. Uh, Adolfo Shabadoo, Shabadoo is back as Ozone, and Boogaloo Shrimp is back as Turbo. <laughs> ah, yes, Boogaloo Shrimp. I love Boogaloo Shrimp. What a character. What a guy. Ice T is also back from the first one. He's there for a scene. That was the actual Ice T, yeah. Yep, it was him. That's so funny. It's before he was famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's crazy. It's like they're like, Ice T, and then they're like, Yay, it's Ice T. And I'm like, Wait. Ice T? <laughs> yeah. What the hell is he doing in this movie? I forgot like he that. was in this. And um, there's one other musician who became quite famous after the movie, and that is pop star Martika, uh, who does a couple songs in this film. She's there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, we see we see her at the end where she's singing with the credits and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, aside from that, uh, all the rest of the cast, unknown TV actors. Don't know who they are, but it's those people that yep. are there. 29% on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score of 65. Wow. Like the first one, got a cult following, but mainly based off the name, not the movie. Because the first one had a cult yes. following because it's actually kind of good. This one is called Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yes, which is amazing. So, um, what, what was the score for the first one? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember either. Uh, let me look it up. Yeah. 33% critics, uh, 72 audience. See, with the first one, I go with the audience. The second one, I go with the critics. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so the first one cost just over a million. I'd assume this cost the same because mm. they were shot back to back. So probably... I don't know. There, there was a lot of effects, though. There was that whole mm. wellness center that they painted and they had, like, trucks yeah. and, like, sets. It's like... It feels like this cost, like... Two, three million. Okay, yeah. Which is weird if they only if they only spent one million on the first one, you know? Yeah, well, the first one is mainly, like, the streets and clubs and stuff, so... Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, maybe two, three. The first one also made 39 million, so what do you think this one made? 11. A little bit higher, actually. Okay, 17. Uh, 15. There you go. So, less than half that the first one yep. made, but it still made money. Yeah, again, it's a lot worse, for sure. Than the first one, than the first one. I don't think it's an awful film, no. but it's definitely worse than its predecessor. Yeah, on on a scale of films we've done this year, this is like a Dune. It's like, it's like a Dune. I enjoy Dune more, but in terms of the quality, it's about that, <laughs> probably. I think it's way worse than Dune. I love Dune. June, June was a trippy high that we, we travelled through D- David Lynch's mind palace. This movie could also be... Yeah, but, like, I would love to return to June and just, you know, mm. enter his mind palace once again and watch this. This movie I, I don't want to watch ever again. Not because it's, it's so bad, just because it's eh. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'd watch Breaking Three with the same characters, maybe. Oh yeah, I'd I'd I would go and watch Breaking Three, but I don't know if I'd return to Breaking Three. Oh right, as in yeah, gotcha. All right, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll go through the movie. Um, obviously it opens with dancing and graffiti font. Did you still like the graffiti font? I loved it, dude. I love yep. I love Sans, but even worse than Sans. It is. Yeah, no, that's a yeah. It is Comic Sans, but worse. <laughs> Yes, it's Comic Sans, but worse. But it's a classic 90s trope. It's Mm. like that that comic booky spray paint font. As soon as we started, it's confusing because apparently Special K is still auditioning for ballet slash jazz. I feel like there's a bit of a time jump. Um, I'll forgive the movie for this. So she's she's been in her career for a while. She's not doing as well as she was when we last left her. Hmm. They talk about how, you know, they had, had going to auditions and stuff and they're like, yeah. oh, uh, we'll, we'll call you in the morning. They, they make fun of that, which mm-hmm. I thought was good. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not hanging out as much anymore. And meanwhile, Ozone has started teaching people how to dance. Yes. And Turbo is there. They're teaching kids yep. how to dance. That's it's the first moment where, yeah, we see kids because she goes over to visit oh. them and all the kids are like, Oh, Special K! Oh, it's you! You wear kids! <laughs> and then to make it worse, personally, I, I hate this more than yes. the kid actors. Some teens show up and are like, Yo, Special K, how you doing? And it's like, oh, no! Oh, God, it was so bad. It just got worse. This was such a bad intro. They, we're introduced to the wellness center, though, mm. which is pretty cool. I liked the wellness center. It's like, hey, this is the place where we hang out, teach the kids. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. We yeah. meet the guy who runs the place. He's cool. He's very cool. I loved cool. him. His character's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we just have dancing and stuff with these kids and these teens. And like, hey, special kid, let me show you how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's not that it's not that I don't like that there's rapping in this movie like that. I think that's fine. It helps paint the year, but it's teens and the voice he was doing Ugh. and it was just like weird. And then they go, yeah, dancing down the street and it yeah, it turns into a high school musical because everyone on the street joins them. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" I flipped I nearly flipped my table. I was like, what? Not in my electric boogaloo. What is this? They're walking down a street. They pass a cop and the cop's like, oh, I'm a boogie to the beat. It's like, no. What? No. People join them. They like, it's the classic like kids movie. Mm. It's gone full kid. Instead of like a young adult teen movie, this has gone kids movie. It is. And that's what I hate about it because the first movie had some like real like hard hitting like, hey, it's tough. This is all daisies and roses. It is. You know, it's it's gone full, like, grandmas are dancing with them, like, oh, yes, let's get, let's get jiggy with the beach, yeah. It's like, no. But the, the, they're, like, breaking down, they're, like, freestyling, <sighs> because they've clearly got, like, younger actors just dressed up yeah. as grandmas to dance. And then, like, they all join them on the street to walk down to the music that they... Cle- they couldn't... They can't... What? No, it's coming out of one boombox. They can't hear it. Yeah. What? It turns into a stage show. It turns into a musical. Now, this is my thinking. This is my... In the universe of Breaking, the first one, this is what I think this movie is. Do you remember, at the end of that first one, uh-huh. they've got a stage show? 
Yes. This is that stage show. That's my interpretation. They made a movie. Oh, this entire movie? Is that stage show. Is that stage show. Okay. That's the only way it makes sense, right? Yeah. In the world of that first movie. That would explain why it's fucking terrible. (laughs) JK. Because it's like you take those three characters and you tell them to write a stage show. They'd be like, oh, there's a center for the kids, but it's getting getting demolished. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Oh, we haven't got to that yet. Oh, no. the spoilers. Just before that, there's this Spanish dancer that Turbo's like, oh, I want to get me some of that. You know that I'm was saying. awful. And I hated the voice that they dubbed her yep. with. It was like, oh, puff, puff, yes. It was like an anime. Oh, puff, puff. <laughs> yes, it was really bad. It was really bad. No, I have to mention that the cop, one of the cops is like a sexy lady cop. Um, who's giving a guy a ticket, but then when the music comes, she starts she starts doing dancing on the car, and then the car's like, oh yeah, he's got like hydraulics, so he's like mm. bouncing to the beat. Yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. It is. Uh, and it really started this movie poorly on like the wrong foot. It was terrible. I was like, oh my god, the movie's just dropped so much in quality. And then, like, after that, there's, like, this dude with, like, the most white guy with the whitest hair. Yes. And he's like, well, I'm going to... He's literally the whitest guy I've seen in a long time. I was like, is this, like, the president? What's, what's, what's he supposed... Is this, what is, who is this guy? And he's like, I'm going to shut down the, the center and build a supermarket. Ha ha! That's, and he's the villain. Mm. It's rough, because that is the point of the movie, is... That the community center, the wellness center, uh, it's fallen apart. So they're going to condemn the building and sell it to uh, this supermarket guy. He's going to build a supermarket there unless they can get the money to fix the building, which is yeah, where the majority of the movie comes from. They've got to raise two hundred thousand dollars in thirty days. Okay. So first off, it's obviously like a big number of money. Oh, they have to get this money. That is so much money for a pair of place. It's a massive Holy building. It's very shite. You could go and build another wellness center, like another like center to do this all with with that much money. It also like it looks like a castle. This yes, this community it's huge. center. It's like a converted like museum or something. Yeah, it's massive. You don't need something that big. Jeez, Louise. I mean, obviously, they want to keep it because mm. it's it's great. It's huge. It's got all these things. But, like, that's so much money. And we're looking at through the eyes of, like, today's money. Yeah. Back then, it would have been, like, twice as much as that. It would have been 400000 Plus, probably. Yeah, like, around there. Like, maybe even half a mil. Probably, like, five... It would probably be, like, 500000 yeah. to be like honest. Like, half a million just to fix this place. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> It's ridiculous. And so they're like, we're going to raise the money. We're going to put on a street festival of dancing, dancing in the street. We'll build a stage outside and get people to donate. Yeah. That's their plan. There's no actual way that any they would get anywhere near enough money. I, I don't mean to crap on them too much, but like, one, there's no way you're getting that much money. Two, I mean, this is the part of the movie. It's like magical it's like oh wow everything went okay nothing was wrong the conflict throughout this whole movie was mute and you could predict it when every conflict started you could predict that it would finish exactly how it 
finished. Of course. It's a kid's film. Because it's a kid's film, and kid's films have to be dumb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. And, like, if, if you could raise that much money, just spend it on something else. There's other charities that are way better than the stupid wellness center. You could you could make a difference with that much money, but no, you're gonna you patch up this old decrepit building. Just use half of it, n- get a new center. Use the other half. I don't know. Buy drugs. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's what they're trying not to do with the kids. But okay, yeah, we can do that. Yes. I mean, you've got a hundred thousand dollars. You could do a lot with that. Like, yeah. there's just so much other things you could do with that money. The other thing that really confused me at the start of this movie, granted, we're probably like half an hour into the movie at this point, but like, they introduce the whole wellness center that they've got to they've got to raise all this money, but then they also have opposition dance team from the first movie, Electro Rock, trying to pick dance fights with the main crew. And that doesn't go anywhere. There's just, like, a couple dance battles at the start of this movie. And it's like, but but why? Yeah. I have nothing to add. I'm like, yeah. What other plot points are there? Oh, Ozone's ex, Rhonda, wants to get back with Ozone. But the problem is Kelly's hanging around. <laughs> she's awful. She's, like... She's meant to be, like, an awful character, but she's not meant to be that bad. But she is that bad. She's just, like, a horrible person throughout. She has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And Ozone should, like, kick her out and banish her. I thought she was going to get, like, you know, Ozone was like, leave and never come back sort of thing, you know. Mm. Nope. She stays. She's cool. She just, like, bullies out the main character and then... You know, tries to fight her. Oh, there's one line where she confronts Ozone and is like, you know what? I the only thing I want you to do is stay away from her. Boo boo boo, I'm gonna run off. And then Ozone's response is he turns to the camera and he's like, Man, girls are whack. Mm. Girls <laughs> be whack. And then the other storyline is yeah, Turbo's got a crush, and so he asks Ozone for help on how to dance with her. Yep. Yep. But he knows how to dance yep question mark they have a pretty silly dance scene i like this dance scene where they like it i guess uh it's not so much dance he needs teaching with it's like how to dance with a girl you know mm. and so ozone teaches him the dance and the moves and they they use a doll there's a doll nearby <laughs> yep. and so they dance with that and it's great but the thing is they dance with the doll but they imagine that they're dancing with the person yeah but yeah then Turbo imagines that Ozone's dancing with with the Spanish woman, so he gets jealous and grabs the doll off him. And then they fight over the doll and tear it to bits. Yeah. And then they dance with each other, which was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And then they started dancing with each other, which was great. I loved it. So, yeah, while all that's going on, Kelly's auditioning for this job in Paris... Uh, another great quote is when her parents are like, oh, why is my daughter um, still still hanging out with Bozo and Turbine? I was like, that was a pretty funny line. Oh, God. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was good. Like the, the mistranslation of their, their street names. That's, that's good. Mm. Okay, let's talk about the parents. One, yep. the dad is a complete asshat. Yep. And then turns on a dime at the end, because of course he did. But it was such a terrible turn on a dime. Yeah, he's watching the news and being like, oh, my daughter really fights for what she believes. (laughs) What? She's been doing that the whole fucking movie. 
And then he's just like, oh, well, now it's on television. It's real, I guess. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna be supportive now. Oh. Yeah, he's a terrible character. The mum is just like... I like the mum. I like the mum. The mum's, like, judgmental and, like, doesn't want the daughter. But she she's supportive, whatever, you know? I guess. Apparently she's a terrible cook. Oh, yeah, and an awful cook. Hey, but she she tries, and that's the point, whereas yeah. the dad doesn't. I love, though, every scene when we're in their house, the movie's like, look at this white family with their white house and their white cat, and they're eating white food. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. They kind of colour-code everything. It's really funny. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, the crew, that yeah, they go to her parents to ask them for money to help out with the building, and they're like, no, how dare you? Boo. They bring back the lawyer fiancé from that first movie. <laughs> Yeah, oh god. But he had like two scenes in this movie and was gone. Yeah. He was such a dick mm. throughout. But anyway, um, there's a scene we were talking about earlier, which is the real like magicness of the movie where Turbo is dancing in a room and he dances up the walls and he's dancing on the roof because uh, the room is is spinning around he's dancing on it it's pretty cool except we we don't we don't see it spinning mm. it's just you know uh, like he he starts dancing and then he starts like climbing the walls for no particular reason and we're like oh turbo's magic now yeah well because he's dreaming right oh no wait she walks in yeah and sees it so he, can he do that it could it could still be a dream right yes he's just dreaming that she came in but like yeah no he's uh, it's a cool scene because, like, obviously it would have been quite tricky to like pull that off on yeah, a low so. budget. Yeah. Um. So it's a very cool scene where he dances around. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I did. Although, yes, it doesn't make any sense. But this is the kind of magic that was in the first one. Yeah. Where like things happen when they're dancing and stuff, and it's just like, whoa! It doesn't involve you know hundreds of other people joining in with the dance because we're all united. We're all having a. It doesn't go High School Musical. It's just one person dancing, and then stuff happens Mm -hmm. around them, and you're like, whoa! Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I like the scene, but yeah, it's a good scene. It was good. It was good. And obviously, like he's probably the best dancer in the movie as well, Turbo, in my opinion. Yeah, I like Ozone. Yeah. But maybe that's because I like his character more than his dancing. Like, Ozone has a better character. Yeah. But Turbo has better dancing. Yeah, agreed. Which both make them pretty decent. And uh, Special K has neither. No, Special K... Well, well, that's the problem, right? In the first one, it's all about her trying to combine breakdancing with... Like, classical ballet. Yes. And that's why the first one's great. In this one, she's just breakdancing. <laughs> There's none of that. It, 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 yeah, she doesn't have any character arc in this movie. No. She has zero. She has, oh, I've been invited to Paris, but I won't go because I like my friends. That's it. That's what happens. That's her entire arc in this movie. And from step one, you know she's not going to go to Paris. Yeah, it's like, oh, she got an audition, but she's going to go to Paris. And she's like, oh, we'll, we'll ozone thing. It's like, obviously, yeah, she's going to stay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but like they do try and fake it out a bit and go, well, I guess I'll go accept it. And she goes on the phone and accepts it. So that was all right, I guess. Like mm-hmm. they try and fake it out a bit, but very obviously she's staying. Like, no, the, the two-year-old in the audience is like, ah, oh, yeah, she's definitely staying to help her friends. Of course. You know? Yeah. Of I course. know this because I, I have lived more than one year on this planet. Yeah. So I can fucking understand that this movie's gonna have no repercussions whatsoever. Yeah. Her arc in this movie, not very good. Also, they try to do a, a romance arc with her and Ozone, but once again, they never finish it. She, they will never have a relationship, ever. Because <laughs> in the first one, it's like, 
will they? No. Second one, uh, they're pushing this pretty strong. No, nah, they're not going to. Okay. <laughs> no, it's really annoying because that would be a great thing to expand on the first movie. Go like, hey, they, they didn't quite get together in the first movie. Here they are together now. And nope. Nope. <laughs> are we just going to redo the first one? <laughs> it's... Which is the problem with sequels. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's like that was my biggest issue with Ghostbusters 2. It's here as well. It's in all these sequels from this time. It's so annoying. They go to a club and there's this dude who's dancing in a baby mask. What do you think of that? Yeah, what the fuck was that? He comes back at the end. They, they, They kept cutting to him and I thought like it was a turbo. Mm hmm. Nope. The only other time we see him is at the very end for no reason once again. It's just a random dude. It was bad. It was really <laughs> it was really weird. Anyway, uh, Special K goes up to Ozone and is like, I'm going to Paris. Do you want me to go to Paris? And he's like, I don't care. Uh, I'm clearly mad about it, but I don't want to talk about my feelings. Uh. Oh, I'm a dude from the 80s. What up? Catch you on the flip side. Yeah. And so she's like, all right, I'll go. And then we get the worst scene in the movie. I don't know about you, but this is the worst scene in the movie. There's a lot of bad scenes. Yeah. Worst scene in the movie is she's just finished shopping with her mum. They're walking to the car, and the 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 ADR, the dub on the mum, is the worst I've ever heard. You you skipped over a scene which I think is worse. Which one was that? It's where the the bully lady, the ex. Goes up with her uh, girlfriends and is like, huh, that didn't go so well with Ozone, huh? You <laughs> yeah. better stay out of this area, punk. <laughs> that, was, uh. that, was, that was also pretty bad. Look, there's a lot of bad yeah. scenes. <laughs> yeah, look, that for me was absolutely the worst. Because then she's like, oh, I guess, I'll, I guess I'll go call up the production and tell them I'll take the job in Paris because I'm not welcome here anymore. Yeah. She's with her mum. She packs up all her bags. She has to go. Then mm-hmm. what, what, what happens? Uh, we get a scene where Ozone's dancing on the roof of the center. Yes. To a song called Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yes. It was the Electric Boogaloo. Oh, by the way, the songs got better halfway through. The first starting songs I hated. Mm. Sorry, I had to talk. Let's talk about the music because the music's iconic. Can I? Yeah. Of the first movie. The first movie, the music was bangers. Yeah. This movie, the music was nowhere near as good, I felt. There were some good songs. Mm, yeah. But the, the, the first starting songs, I did not like. Especially the dance scene one. I was yeah. like, eh. I think the problem is that the songs in this movie were created for this movie. Yeah. A lot of them were made for this movie. And I think that made it bad. Because in the first one, it yeah. was like actual like popular dance music. In this one, it's like, Ice-T made a song about the movie. It's a song about yep. Electric Boogaloo. It's like, eh. What else happens though? There's not too much more going on. Yeah, so so we we see we see scenes of the the like evil bad guy going, "Wow, we got to build this place." And then yeah. you've got the the government guy, he's like, "Oh, I guess oh, I guess we got to we got to knock uh, knock down this building. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to advocate for you to the to the local council. Don't yeah. worry, I'll do it, boss." And the, the the local council's like, "Oh, this keeps the kids off the street though." Mm, no. Kind of don't want to do, do it. And so the, I like the local council because they're like, hey, we don't want to do it, but this million dollar corporation's coming. They're very realistic. Yeah. It's the most realistic part of the movie. But the lady's nice. She's like, hey, I don't want to destroy your building. Yeah. But they're coming in with a million dollar company. You're going to buy out this building. If you don't fix it, get it up to safety codes, we're going to have to let them do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, at this point, uh, yeah, the, the they haven't raised the money in time. And so they're asked to leave. They've got a couple of weeks to get out. Yeah. 
we see them getting ready to demolish the place. They got workers outside of mm. the uh, of the place. But it's time for some dance harassment. Turbo, Turbo's going up. Whoa, you taking pictures? And he's like, uh, no, we're just uh, surveying. We got the little little thing out. There's uh, a, like a box, yeah, and uh, someone someone grabs the box and they're like dancing around, and the, the guys are like, "Hey, give that back! Mm. Wow, we need that to demolish your home! Wow!" Yeah, uh, they're Christopher Walking, by the way, um, <laughs> and so the Christopher Walkings uh, chase after the guy, but he dances around them. And then uh, chucks it to Turbo, and Turbo grabs it, and he's like, "Whoa, can't catch me! My moves are too slick." <laughs> uh, and so then he runs. Yes. And uh, they're like, "Wow, come back here!" Yes. Uh, can we talk about the song that he did though? Oh yeah, what was the song? I got your lunch, but I got your. Oh yeah, that was it. That was it. I got your lunch box. I got your lunch box. Oh god. Um, yeah, as he's as he's dancing away, and then he runs like he's taunting them. Yes, he's taunting them, and then they're like, "Don't taunt us!" And then they they chase him, and then uh, Turbo jumps down some stairs and fucking <laughs> goes unconscious as he rails down the stairs, which I I, I full on laughed at. I was like, "Oh, it was, well, that, it was so dumb." That's what's weird because it it feels like a comedic moment because you see yes. this. This body fall down this massive flight of stairs, but then it yep. ends and he's bleeding, and you're like, "Well, that was abrupt and weird." No, I feel like that was supposed to be a dramatic moment, but it's so bad, it's funny because yeah. it doesn't suit the the like tone of the movie at all. To be honest, he was harassing people, so it's the five year old in the audience going, "Oh no, I hope Turbo's okay." Mm. Like that they, they're gonna fucking kill a person in the in like, this children's movie. Uh, but then. <sighs> they all go. Uh, this is this is where it gets even worse. I hate it. So they this. all go to hospital. So first, Ozone tells Kelly, "Hey, uh, he's in the hospital." And Kelly's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna cancel my audition. I can't. I can't let Turbo. I can't go while Turbo's in trouble. This is the way of the movie getting me back here and not making me leave." Mm-hmm. And so they go and check on Turbo. So she has to cancel her flights because her flights are to Paris are today. So she's like, "Up." Oh, I gotta check on Turbo, see if he's okay. Yep, so she cancels her flight and her job to go see, uh, yeah, see Turbo in hospital. Thank God he fell down a flight of stairs, am I right? They show up, and the Spanish girl is there. The Spanish girl is in a closet for no reason. It's no, it's no explanation at all why she's hiding in the closet. <laughs> she just pops out of the closet. They go, why was she hiding in the closet? And then she kisses Turbo, which of course wakes him up. That wakes him up. And then, yeah. and then, Ozone and Kelly, and Special K, I mean, they they get stethoscope. They pretend like they're doctors, but like dancing doctors. Yes, and they all start dancing. And then the entire <laughs> hospital... Hospital starts to dance with them. And so this includes... The the four sexy nurses that oh, pop the, out the, of one of the doors. The sexy Halloween costume nurses. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is like, oh my god, that's bad. But then also the patients who have broken legs or are in wheelchairs, they spring up and just start doing flips and dancing and stuff. I hated that. Because dancing god. cures... Broken legs, apparently. But not Turbo. Not Turbo. Turbo's still on the bed. They're they're rolling the bed around. Oh my god. But, like, 
What? I don't know. We see this guy who's in surgery die. We see this patient die. Yes. And then the doctors are like, oh no, we killed, like, this guy died. And then they start Mm. dancing. And then the patient that died comes back to life. Mm. And also starts dancing. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm like, what? (laughs) And also... Like, wouldn't it be insulting if you were in a wheelchair and a mm-hmm. guy you were talking with his crutches and then people just come along and dancing and flicking up their legs like, hey, look at our legs, they work. I'm like, yours, you cripple. They do that. That is exactly what they do. And then to make it worse, they're like, oh, and now they can dance as well. Through the power of dance, these people who are stuck in wheelchairs can Oh my dance. God, it's insulting. It's terrible. It's awful. And it goes on for... It's one of those you've got to see it to believe it scene. So look up Break Into Hospital Dance and watch it and you will know just how terrible it is. It's really bad. I am so glad that that wasn't in the first one because, oof. Yeah, it was awful. Again, it's to do with the director and how he's like got these like high school musical-esque mm. performances and they're bad. Yeah. They didn't suit this, this series of movies. So the final moment of the movie, the final story point happens now. Mm. You know, Turbo's out of the hospital. No, he he escapes the hospital. Oh, oh I forgot about the escape. No, point. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is this is this is why I rewatched the movie, Sandro, because there's so many bad scenes that you forget. So to get out of the hospital, he's literally in bed with like an arm, broken arm and broken leg. They yep. won't let him out. No. But he has to get to the the, the freaking center to dance so that he can they can make enough money. What you have a broken leg and an arm, but a broken leg. You cannot go and help dance. He literally says the line, "Yeah, these legs aren't meant to be in." in- in casts they're meant to be dancing on the street it's like mate your legs are broken i mean they can hear cure crippled people i'm sure with a little bit of Ugh. dancing they can just saw that saw that leg brace right off and get dancing anyway so he tries to communicate with his spanish girlfriend that he wants to leave and she's just there going oh por favor, por favor. It's like, this is awful no 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 leavey it is um actually terrible yeah it's offensive um and then uh they they leave together but they can't as- they can't leave because because there's too many doctors and stuff around so they hop into a supply closet and turbo hops in like a, a cloth cart mm-hmm. full of dirty washing by the way not a great way to leave terrible because yeah. all that dirty washing's probably diseased because loads of patients that have diseases in a hospital have been wearing them you're right um, and she wears like a, a a a assistant uniform, like just another smock, like a yeah. like a nurse or something. Then she she leaves without with one of the nurses trying to tell her how to leave, and then she's like, "No English," and the the, the nurse is like, "God damn it! Why do they keep?" Yeah. hiring people who can't even speak even English. Oh. Um, but then, yeah, then after that, they go back to the community center and, and Turbo uh, finds that there's all these tractors there, all these tractors at the community center. They're going to tear down oh, the stage no. that they built for the show they're going to do. First, all the kids get up on the tractors and dance on them, because of course they do. That goes on for a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a dancing. That, like, that's something I could see the first movie doing. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, because this is like, they're rebelling against the machine. So they mm. literally 
rebel on top of the machine. There's a sort of metaphor there. There's something there, There's, you know? Uh, sure. If you wanted to look that deep into the movie, I'm sure you could make that one. This could have been better, but it, it like at least it isn't too bad. Um, the evil businessman shows up and is like, nah, you gotta knock it down. So one of the tractors... Yeah, he's, he tells... He tells the, the, like, bulldozer guy to just, just keep going, just go through, pile drive these kids. And so... Um, so he, he starts moving forward and most people get out of the way. But luckily, our hero, Turbo, shows up. Ba-ba-da-ba! And he, then he stands in front of it by himself with no help from anyone, including his girlfriend. <laughs> um, he single-handedly stands in front of this, this... Uh, bulldozer and it's like ah you want to go you want to yeah. you want to bulldoze the building you have to go through me and everybody's like yay, yay. good work turbo we're not gonna help you but we're gonna stand here and clap to support you because we don't want to get run over because yeah. jesus and the businessman is like run that kid over the businessman yeah. is actually like kill that kid <laughs> yes which was great i loved it and then we get the best line in the movie yeah. which is the guy in the tractor he's like no we came here to do a job, not to kill kids. <laughs> great line. <laughs> it's a great line. What a hero. What an American hero. And so all the tractors leave. <laughs> yeah, they just they just leave. And then and then the news shows up. Mm. They show up and this reporter is reporting live from the scene. It's like, oh, yeah. they're really doing the good thing. Yeah. And so the businessman is like, oh, yes, we've decided that we're going to withdraw from the project. No, 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 you have to put this in the right context. The news reporter goes up and he's oh, yeah. surrounded by kids and is like, what are you going to do now? So, like, they're clearly, like, pinning him on the spot where he yep. has to flip on a dime. Yep. And he's like, oh, obviously we'll we'll back off. We yep. support the local community. And and he makes a sizable donation of $10,000 towards the... 20- he's fucking... I hated this. this I hated terrible. the scene. He's coerced on air to donate more by... So the wellness centre guy is like, oh, yes, and I believe you said you were going to donate some money. And he's like, yeah, uh, yes, I guess for hmm. for no reason he agrees to this, other than he's like on air. He's like, oh yes, we we were gonna donate, we were gonna donate th- three thousand. And he's like, <laughs> the wellness center guy's like, cough, cough, cough. And the guy's like, oh, I mean six thousand. And then the yeah. uh, he's like, <laughs> and he flashes like ten. Yeah. And he's like, ah oh, yes, ten thousand dollars. Like why? Yeah. Why is this guy donating? And also, you're in that position, right? You're in that position. Yeah. You could make him pay for the whole thing as well. Live on it. Mm. Let's make him pay for it all. Because $10,000 isn't even anything, to be honest. It's less than 10%. Yeah. It's less than 10% of what they need. It's, it's so in, insignificant, as it turns out. It's a lot of money, I guess, but still. I was like, wow, he's paying... I thought he was paying for pretty much the whole thing. Nope. It's barely yeah. anything, as it turns out. And I was like, oh, wow, this really takes away yeah. from that whole scene. Anyway, they're like, oh, we have barely any of this. We're going to put on a big concert to raise money to get the rest of it. Yeah, they put on the big concert, and the, 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 the news is there, plugging it. It's obviously a massive crowd shows up. Here's my hot take on this concert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not impressive because we can't really see the dancing. 
it's all like mm. shots of the crowd or face up or like close ups on their face and it's just like yeah uh, there's a bit of dancing I don't know we just get yeah like it's like a 50% ratio I'd feel with yeah. the dancing and then shots of the crowd and then shots of that one guy in the mask for no reason he's there the parents rock up and are like we're gonna pay 50,000 oh yeah no, no 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 so they're watching it on television and then the dad's like you know what I've instantly changed my mind for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go down and pay for it all. So so they managed to get like 150,000, yeah. you know, in donations. So they're like, oh, we're 50,000 shorts. We're so close. And then the dad rocks up and is like, I'll pay for the rest. I'll pay for and the rest. And then everyone's like, yay. Special case, like, thanks, dad. I love you. Yay. And, and it all ends happily ever after. The, the pop singer sings a song into a mic, even though there's no speakers that we can see. So yep. she's just singing to herself. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's the end of the movie. Yep. Break into... No, it's so they could record it for this movie. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, look, we both gave the first one a goodie. And uh, as much as I like cheesy dance movies with this sort of... Yeah terrible 80s acting and dialogue because none of them are actors or old dancers. The problem is we have the context of the first movie. Yeah, the problem is the first one was great. It was surprisingly good. Yeah. The first one shocked me how good it was. This one shocked me how not like the first one it was. Yep. Out of context, I think the hospital scene's kind of funny. Yes. And I think that the hospital scene, you should look it up and watch it because it is funny. They're funny. The one where the cops are dancing. It's kind of funny when you think about it. Yeah, The problem is, it's a sequel with the characters from the first one and... It just kind of, it kind of ruins it. Kind of ruins the legacy, yep. kind of ruins the characters. So I'm giving it an oldie. How about you? I wouldn't say it ruins it. It just takes away. It doesn't do anything with them and it doesn't make it, like, it's not as good as the first one. Just watch the first one. It's an oldie from me. Yeah, two oldies right there. Which is really sad because I really liked the name. It's probably the favorite, my favorite name of all the movies we've done so far. Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. It's a good name. Even though Boogaloo is based off the guy that plays Turbo, so he's not called Boogaloo. And there's one song called Boogaloo? Great name. Great name. Great song. Uh, The original director, um, he did return for a sequel Mm -hmm. in 1985 called Rappin', which is about a criminal who tries to become a rapper, but he's terrible. Uh, The the actor is terrible and can't rap, but apparently... uh, Ice T is also in it, which is the only connection to the break in movies, but it is a sequel. Mm. Um, we might watch it at some point. We'll see. Okay. Um, what is a sequel you would want to see, though? Okay, so my sequel. So we've done dancing. We've done rapping, technically, because of this third movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I have the fourth movie, and it's about art. <laughs> but not just what? any art. Street art. Ooh, tagging, taggins. Yeah, exactly. So we have the main character, which is not Special K. It's mm-hmm. it's Special A. We'll call her Alexandra. Alexandra. Yeah, yeah. And she's part of a part of uh, an astute uh, school for artists and other things. And she mm. does paintings, like beautiful Monets and other things like that. But she's so bored. She's so bored, like, whatever, she's she's sitting there. You can see she's got that, like, hand under her cheek, like, <sighs> so bored as she's painting, and everybody's, like, it's in that room where they've got, like, a, a, a thing in the middle, and they're all painting the same thing. Yeah. And everybody else is having a good time, and, like, people come around and go, wow, that's so much better than mine. And she's like, <sighs> I guess. 
she goes outside and she immediately just chucks it in the first bin that's on the street. This is so cliche and I hate it, but also yes, I would love yeah, to watch yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, uh, she's walking along, but then she gets passed by some ruffians. They like nudge her, they like push past her and like push her shoulder out of the way. And she's like, hey, watch it. Um, and then these guys go, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. Um, and they go onto the street and then they just start spraying the, the like school building and they like tag it and yep. she watches them and it, it, it cuts back and forth between her going, huh? Whoa. And them just going, shh, shh, shh. And then of course it cuts to the end and it sees the, the, the like full tag and she's like, whoa, whoa. that looks awesome. And then the teacher comes out. It's like, what are you doing, you ruffians? Get out of here. And they're like, Hi. She chases them with a broom. She chases them with a yeah, broom. Yeah, yeah. She's got yep. a broom. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Of course, she gives up her life of artist to, to, to go on the streets to tag things. And she becomes the leader of a gang. Yep. She shows them how to do big, like, lifelike painting stuff. And they teach her to do a tag. Yeah. You know, and they, they sort of swap their skills and, it, and it's for the betterment of both of them. Tagging. All right, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, I was kind of inspired with that one. I got yeah, that sounds in. kind of familiar, but... Um... It's the most cliched thing I could think of. <laughs> I just got every cliche possible, so, you know. So my idea is I really want to see what Kelly would do in Paris because she's awkward everywhere that she goes. But in Paris, I feel like Kelly would be so out of her depth... That it would be amazing. So after the events of this movie, she does end up going to Paris for that job. That's where she meets Le Ozone and Le Terrible. Well, that's what I was going to do, is I was going to like try and find some way to get them to go with her. Like, maybe they're... No, 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 no. She meets, like, breakdancers, but they're the, like, the bad French version of Ooh. them. Because that's, like, that's, that was an idea that I had, but, like, I was also, like, it could be really funny to see those three just get up to antics in Paris, and everyone's Mm. really serious. So maybe what happens, maybe what happens, actually, is that they go to Paris, and they meet a trio that's almost identical to them. Yeah, yeah, like an identical trio. (laughs) Yeah. You've got... Well, maybe it is, like, um, a a bozo turbine... And some and, other silly name for Special K. Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing, um, uh, like, the French version of breakdancing, which is a, a bit more different. What, what, what is it? Uh, what's... This can't be ballet. Maybe, like, contemporary. Like, art. Like, art dance, maybe. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? What's the cereal called? Cornflakes. She's, she, she's called Cornflakes. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yep, all right, cool. Yeah. Bozo Turbine and Cornflakes versus Special K. <laughs> oh, Tur- and, Turbo. and Turbo. And it's called Breakin' 3 Back in the Habit. Ooh. Because they have to go to a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, let's wrap this up uh, with a very quick round of the next segment. Welcome to. Raving reviews. This is part of the show where I get reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, throw them at Sandro. He guesses what score they are, he gets it wrong. That's how it works. So, the first one is from Doom. Doom or Dune? No, Doom. Or Dune? D-O-O-M. Oh, I say that like Dune. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Um, he says, I want my son back. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want my son back, dot, dot. 
That's a meme review, so I'm going to say 5 out of 5. It's 0.5. That's the opposite. Yeah, it was either one of the two. <laughs> it says I will be someday. We have Robert. Robert says, words can't describe the horror. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad, but yeah, okay. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, actually, 0.5. Yeah, it was a 0. 0.5 yeah, again. Yeah. Well done, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, another review by uh, Cronus, mm-hmm. who says, culturally significant. True. Because mm. if you like movies and like making fun of movies, Electric Boogaloo, mm. it's very important. It's an important fact. Mm. So, uh, 2.5. Ah, it's 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5. All right. He's a big fan. Uh, Bobby says... Not loving this one as much. Yeah, agreed. Um, two. Ah, 2.5. That was the 2.5-er. Uh, we have Stephen, who says, Can't believe I enjoyed this as a kid. This is very much a kid's movie. Uh, that might be the two, actually. Nah, that's a one. That's oh. a one out of five. All right. And then finally, we have Andrew, who says, Three stars for the movie, a star and a half for Electric Boogaloo in the title. So it's three and a half. Oh, no, it's four and a half stars. Are you going to get four and a half stars? Well, three stars for that, one and a half. For, yeah, four out of... Yeah, four yeah, and, it's and, four and a half stars. If it wasn't, I would be mad. <laughs> yes. Well, that was a great review to end the year on, as it pretty much sums up what most No, 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 no. There's actually oh, one no. more review. Oh, no. It's from Matt, and it says, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> nope, it just says Electric Boogaloo. I know, I'm, I just said a better review. Uh, five out of five. Yep. It's three out of five. And there we go, and that's the one to end it on. That is the final moment of the year. Thank you so much for listening uh, this year. The journey through 1984. We are going to be wrapping up. Um, uh, we'll be doing like a bit of like a, a wrap-up episode next week. Uh, for the mm. first episode of the year, like we did last year, we'll go through all the films, do some favourites, mm. do some worst movie lists, uh, find out out of five what this year ranks in general, based on how many uh, goodies and oldies we gave it. But yeah, as a quick teaser, was it a good year, Zach, of movies? Ugh. Yep, agreed. So find out <laughs> next week. <laughs> find out next week exactly what we think. Uh, if you like the show, all the usual things, tell a friend, uh, be like... Hey, friend, do you like to dance? Yep, because then you'll like the first movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Links to everything in the description, socials, emails, all of that. Hey, hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for following us all this way through. Not you, Sandro. You looked a little confused then. No, I mean the audience. I was a little confused, but now I'm back on board. I mean, thank you for listening to this, but you have to edit it, so you have to I, listen I to this, you know. So thank you, Sandro. Good work, Sandro. Hey, can we have a round of applause for Sandro? Yeah! Yeah! Wow! Uh, Sandro! I don't look like Post Malone, though. That's very important. Just saying <laughs> that there. Don't look like him. Yep. We're very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Absolutely agreed. And a round of applause for Zach for um, doing reviews. Yay! Doing the bare minimum! Yeah! You'll probably be doing the images for Instagram next year if I can be bothered to start one. Yeah! Uh, Yeah! (laughs) We'll see. So that's that's the year. Um, We usually pick what we're doing next week, but not doing that, obviously. Next week, no movies. We'll, We'll be deciding then what we'll be starting the year off. And let us tell you, it's gonna be a stupid year. Yep, there is a lot of Iconic movies, yes, and a lot of not, and a lot more not. We um, 
Yep. And now notice I didn't say good movies, I said iconic Iconic. movies. (laughs) That is true. Most of the iconic movies we will be doing next year probably aren't going to be very good. Ah, well, that's just what you have to do. Uh, But let's wrap up the episode with the best quote from Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Mine Mm -hmm. is, we came here to do a job, man, not to kill kids. Mine is, hey, took your lunchbox. Ha, took your lunchbox. Ooh, took your lunchbox. Ooh, took took your lunchbox. What a way to end the year, just cringing at the last moment of the episode. Ooh, that was painful. My favorite quote was, hey, coronavirus was pretty difficult this year, huh? So, uh, good work, everybody, for surviving it. And hopefully next year will be a lot better. That was a weird thing for them to say in 84. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Crazy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.